Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 as we're studying biblical prophecy. And today we're talking about St. Hildegard and her teaching on biblical prophecy, and particularly her aspect regarding Scripture as the food of life, the food of life which ends up protecting the faith even during the challenges of a culture that has lost the faith. St. Hildegard is a very great saint and doctor of the church, and again, St. Benedict, towards the end of his papacy, pointed us towards St. Hildegard and her teaching as guidance for the times we're living in. I'd like to ask a question, and she's going to answer it for us. The question is, why is the Catholic faith wavering amongst the nations, and why does the gospel limp among the people? You might call Europe, and not everyone by any means, but I'm talking about overall, Europe's a Catholic catastrophe. Central America, Catholics by the millions are joining evangelical and Pentecostal Protestant churches. In the U.S., the majority, the majority of Catholic youth are fleeing the church. So, again, what's that question? Why does the Catholic faith waver amongst the nations? Why does the gospel link among the people? Here's her answer. Quote, but now... The Catholic faith wavers among the nations, and the gospel limps among the people. And the mighty books in which the excelling doctors had summed up knowledge with great care go unread from shameful apathy. And the food of life, which is the divine scriptures, cools. For this reason, I now speak through a person who is not eloquent in the scriptures or taught by an earthly teacher. I who am speak through her of new secrets and mystical truths heretofore hidden in books. And after she puts the, the, the point as why is the faith wavering is because the very food of life, the scriptures have grown cold in believers' lives. As a result, they're absorbing things, they're absorbing worldviews and morals and expectations that outside of what God would have. And then she says, this is autobiographical, now I speak through a person who is not eloquent in scriptures nor taught. She has no formal training in scriptures, and yet she does extensive commentary on the scriptures. And I might add, she does it quite well. Um, and then she, with God speaking, I am speak through her new secrets or mystical truths heretofore hidden in books. I find this phenomenal. And I think I have a, a little, uh, a pinch of an insight into what was going on. And I think it's a key to the spiritual life of this very great saint and doctor of the church. Number one, the scriptures are the food for life. Um, 
you know, words of men are great, but the word of God is greater categorically and is able to give a divine life that's not found in other sources. And she was able to avail herself of this. And she wasn't just like reading the Bible for uh, inspirational information. She internalized the scriptures. And this is the key. And this is so important in living. If you want to navigate through the landmines of a modern world, and if you're leading young people to go through the landmines of the modern world, it's internalizing the scriptures. These are her very words. Quote, this vision has, moreover, so penetrated this person's very veins that she has often been shaken by a deep weariness because of it, unquote. Uh, you go through the prophetic scriptures and it has some very hard and shocking things to say. People like the pleasant stuff and the happy stuff and the optimistic stuff, not necessarily the realistic stuff. And she has allowed the scriptures to be internalized. They have permeated her being. She says that so permeated this person's very veins. This is what it means to meditate on scriptures, not to daydream, but to allow it to seep deeply into your life. And as a result, she is one of the most unique saints in the Catholic Church, uh, doctor of the church, and, and the only female doctor of the church and saint who has had such an extensive commentary on Scripture, and it's life-changing. Contrast that with a temptation today of younger priests and deacons to, to simply download a homily off of uh, homiliesonline.com. It seems like uh, really an easy thing to do. And there's advertisements of these things in theological journals and stuff. Have our great homily every week and just download it. It's quick and easy. And you know what? It's nothing more than pious hot air. No different from the heat coming out of the vents in the sanctuary uh, uh, heating system. It doesn't change lives. It has no power in it. The key to the life-changing effect on yourself is to bring those scriptures inside. And then as you talk with family members or a youth group or a catechism class or a men's or women's group, what you've allowed to permeate into your being and change your life, you're able to change others. And that's exactly what she has done. Actually, St. Hildegard is right there with some of the greatest prophets in the history of Christianity. Uh, when we talk about prophets, I mean, it's hard, kind of hard to rank them, but Ezekiel is near the top. And Ezekiel ate the scroll. In other words, Ezekiel was shown in Ezekiel chapter 2 and Ezekiel chapter 3 as the book of Ezekiel opens. God had a scroll with words written on it. And that scroll were the words that God was going to have Ezekiel declare. But he didn't just like kind of like read it or memorize it. No, he says, eat it. And he ate the scroll. 
he internalized it. This is exactly what St. Hildegard did with the scriptures. Uh, it went deep. It penetrated her veins, and it it upset her sometimes. It's, it was earth-shaking. And if you're going to proclaim an earth-shaking message, maybe you need to be shaken up a little bit by the very words you have internalized. And it's very interesting as well that, uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, Ezekiel, writing centuries before Christ, has a almost identical close cousin in the New Testament, St. John. St. John and Ezekiel, two great prophets, and of course, the book of Revelation written by St. John. And if you open uh, Revelation chapter 10, you find a great angel coming down from heaven, and somebody says this might be one of the greatest angels like St. Michael, or might be Christ himself under a figure of an angel, but he had a scroll in his hand, and then he had a little scroll. He had a little scroll for St. John to read and eat just like Ezekiel, just like St. Hildegard, allowing the scriptures to penetrate, not just roll around the mind a little bit or put in the back of the head or whatever. No, to become a part of you. And there is a little scroll and a big scroll. And the angel had the big scroll. And it says with a loud voice, like a lion roaring. Well, who's the lion that roars? That's Christ. And that's his word. And if you allow, I mean, it's it's an earth-shaking communication that comes to you very quietly, but then he wants you to take that voice, the lion that roars, and as a result, the seven thunders in Revelation was, was a result of that communication. And then he has a little scroll for St. John, and just like Ezekiel, he says, take it and eat it. And then he said, you must then prophesy about many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. And I did a little word study in that word eat. There's different Greek words for eat. And this is an emphatic form, to eat ravenously, to consume completely, like you've been working all day, didn't have a whole lot of to eat for breakfast or lunch, so you have a big steak in front of it, you just consume it completely, not a drop left. You devour it, you swallow it. This is talking about how you approach the Word of God. This is what this woman did, this great woman did. And you allow your veins to be permeated with the Scriptures. Now, what I want to leave you with, this isn't for special people alone like St. Hildegard or Ezekiel or St. John, but you have friends, you have neighbors, you have relatives, you have catechism class or a scout group or a youth group, uh, whatever it is, uh, you can have that happen and God wants to use you in whatever way that you are called to share and be ready. This is one of the things that St. Hildegard said, talking about the end times. Then the secrets of the prophets and other scriptures will lie fully open to the wise. Their sons and daughters will prophesy as foretold many ages ago. And this is <laughs> just a crank prophecy from the Middle Ages. This is exactly what our first Pope St. Peter said in the day of Pentecost. And the last days, God declares, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your sons and daughters aren't supposed to be the, 
the big religious authorities. No, it's it's going to come to the common person and men servants and maid servants, the lowest in society. In those days, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And you know, Saint Augustine talked about a end times awakening, an end times army, so to speak, that. There's going to be a group of people who are outside the church. He goes, those who till then shall be without shall become firm in the faith that they had rejected before. But once they see unfolding the things taught in scriptures before their eyes, they become red hot disciples of Jesus and mighty to conquer the devil, even though unbound. And that's citing Revelation 20. So what happens in the very end times? God has a plan. And the plan is, just like St. Hildegard, just like Ezekiel, St. John, and your sons and your daughters and your men servants and your main servants, not just the special folks, but to internalize the scriptures is the best defense for times of apostasy. The scriptures are the food of life if you eat them, not just think them, not just read them, but digest them and let them permeate you. And if you allow them to permeate you, watch out, because I can guarantee you'll be able to permeate the lives of others, but it starts with you digesting the food of life. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to Catholic Biblical Prophecy with Luke 21. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com.